It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now, we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. The San Jose Sharks Audio Network is proud to present Sharks Instant Replay. Highlights from the most recent San Jose Sharks game. In front of a crowd of 10,719 fans at SAP Center at San Jose, the final score, the Vancouver Canucks 10 and the San Jose Sharks 1. Here's how it all happened tonight with the Instant Replay of our broadcast. It began with what looked like could have been a penalty against Vancouver that was not called. And then shortly after that, a high stick by Nico Sturm was judged to be a double minor penalty. And so the Canucks would have four straight minutes of power play time. Brock Besser, who had four goals on the season opening night victory against Edmonton for Vancouver, started off strongly with San Jose on this man advantage as he put the Canucks in front at 2.23. Well, here come the Canucks on the move. Pugh Suter throws it across the rink far side. Dropped back toward the point to Hughes. He's being bothered there by Philip Zadina, but wow, what a deft move to throw it around Zadina over to the near boards. Pedersen gave it away, but then stops a clearing attempt. Throws it back to Hughes, takes the return feed middle of the point. Now near side, Besser shoots and scores. What a blast by Brock Besser from the top of the circle. Smart moving of the puck there by Vancouver, and the Canucks take the 1-0 lead. That was a great goal by Brock Besser. Just a laser. His seventh goal of the season. First of four power play goals that Vancouver scored. Brock Besser's seventh from Elias Pettersson and Quinn Hughes. It was the start of a memorable night for all three of those players. In the second power play, with Sturm still serving the second of the double minor penalties, it would be J.T. Miller who came up with a brilliant tally to make it 2-0. 1-0 Vancouver. Miller gets behind the defense on a dump in off the boards, and he scores! Canucks dump it in from center ice with off the left corner boards. Miller, on a set play, gets underneath the defense, catches the puck on his backhand, and he beats Kapo Kakinen to the glove side up high to make it 2-0 Vancouver. The Canucks convert on both of those power play opportunities with Sturm in the box. Four minutes, exactly the time of that goal. JT Miller, his sixth of the season. That was a great play by Brock Besser to actually dump it in on a set play from behind the red line off the corner boards. Miller, as you heard, used his speed and his very well-planned strategy to get to it first. Quinn Hughes also assisted with Besser on that play, and it was 2-0 in favor of Vancouver. Then it was time for Quinn Hughes to get one even strength. Hughes, cross ice, Kronick, back to Hughes, stick handles, makes the nice maneuver there on Zadina, but he's got to go to the left corner boards to get control of that, and he stopped it there, went back to Lafferty and Hronick on the point, and gets a pass back as he backskates, and he shoots, and he scores! And that's got to be it for Capo Kakinen. That is another goal off of Kakinen's glove, and it is in. The shot by Hughes makes it 3-0. Eight minutes in. I don't... I see that Mackenzie Blackwood is starting to look like he's getting some of his equipment ready, but so far no move from the Sharks bench. K 
Kakinen would stay in, but not for the rest of the night, as you'll hear later. But that particular goal was one that he'd probably like to have, even though his view of that puck was slightly uh, obscured. Quinn Hughes getting his fourth goal of the season from Hronick and Lafferty at the eight-minute mark of the first period, and suddenly it was 3-0 Vancouver. The Canucks would get yet another power play opportunity when Mario Ferraro at 15.47 of the game was called two minutes for tripping. And it was time for Brock Besser, that power play specialist on the Vancouver side, to get another one. And the Canucks' Kuzmenko goes back to Pedersen on the right boards. To Hughes, right point to Pedersen. One times, here's Miller, down low, Kuzmenko, throws to the net, save, rebound, batted down by Besser, and in, score! Looks like it's a legal goal. 3-11 to play in this first period. Another power play goal by Vancouver. It's Besser's second of the game. It's his eighth of the season, and it is 4-0 Vancouver. Unbelievable. 4-0 Canucks at the end of the first period. Vancouver outshot the Sharks 15-6. In the second period, it was hoped that the Sharks could come out with some energy and at least get a goal early and try to get something going. But instead, it was B. Vancouver that would score first at 103. Ilya Mikheyev getting his third of the season, assisted by Carson Soucy and Elias Pettersson. And so it was 5-0 Canucks. And the Canucks down the left wing side skate in. That's Kuzmenko held up just a little bit there by Kyle Burrows. That enables Zetterlin to grab and scoot behind the net and go to the attack. He's down the left into the Canucks end. Makes the move on Myers, but Tyler Myers has that long stick, was able to poke it away. Vancouver stops Zetterlin's rush. Here come the Canucks the other way. Patterson, lead pass. Susie moving it in front. They score! 5-0. Ilya Mikheyev in front of the goal. Tic-tac-toe. And wow, this is a rout at SAP Center. And then at 8.47, the goal that would spell the end of the night for Capo Kakinen. Sharks put it off the left boards. Zadine is trying to reach it, but that's a good job by Friedman to get back and keep it away from the Sharks forward. Now Pedersen, Kuzmenko, down the right. He's got a lane, moving in, two-on-one, shoot, score! Andre Kuzmenko gets his second point of the game. That's a nice little move to take a look to make the pass and then fire it to the short side. And Kuzmenko gets his third goal of the season. It is 6-0 Vancouver. Kuzmenko, his third goal of the season from Elias Pettersson and Mark Friedman at 8.47. Kuzmenko's third, making it 6-0. On that play, uh, Kakinen was run into by the Canucks, and he was shaken up. Trainer Ray Tufts came out to attend, escorted Kakinen out, and into the game came Mackenzie Blackwood to try to stop the bleeding. But the bleeding would continue. At 12.35 of the second period, Sam Lafferty, who came in here last year and scored two shorthanded goals in the same period while a member of the Chicago Blackhawks would pick up his third goal of the year. But here comes Sam Lafferty moving left to right with speed behind the net. Wraparound score! 7-0 as Sam Lafferty puts it in at 12.35 of the second period. It's not a power play goal, but the score is one of shame. It is 7-0 Canucks. Lafferty getting his third of the season from J.T. Miller, and Quinn Hughes. And all of a sudden, Hughes had four points, and it was a 7 to nothing lead for the Canucks. Hughes kept going. Puse Suter, his first of the year, at 17-26, was assisted by the masterful play of the Canucks defenseman. It was 8 to nothing in favor of Vancouver at the end of the second period. Now the Sharks need to influence the play a little bit after on that power play. 
Will be not held in by Zadina. Lost it. Three on two developing. Hughes out of the box. Moves in down the left side. Lead pass. They score. Pugh Suter gets the feed over from Quinn Hughes. And Quinn Hughes now has five points on the night. It's 8-0 in favor of Vancouver. What now? The San Jose Sharks wanted to get at least one. Wanted to get that margin of defeat down a little bit. A lot. Any way they could. But unfortunately... It wouldn't work very well because the Canucks would get on the power play early in the third when Kevin LeBanc took a two-minute holding the stick penalty at 127. And then Anthony Beauvillier, who's played most of his career with the New York Islanders but was acquired by the Canucks last season in a trade, ended up getting his first of the year. Beauvillier worked it free, put back to the point. A little exchange of passes there by Hronick and Susie now to the far side. Shot on, they score! That is a power play goal. Anthony Beauvillier in his 500th NHL game doesn't show much celebration there as it's 9 to nothing in favor of Vancouver, 3-10 into the third period. And that is their fourth power play goal in four attempts. Vancouver wound up four for five on the power play today. That was the fourth one. Beauvillier's first of the season from Susie and Hronick at 3-10. 9 to nothing in favor of Vancouver at that point. Bovillia would get back on the ice midway through the third, and wouldn't you know it, the puck would get on his stick in an opportune spot, and he would get his second of the game to get the Canucks to double figures. Here comes the Canucks moving in. A quick shot there by Garland is a kind of an arm save, glove hand save by Blackwood. In front, Bovillia shoots, score! And now it's 10-0. Anthony Bovillia, his second goal of this third period, second of the season, and now the Sharks are in rarefied air in a negative light. At 11.58 of the third period, Anthony Beauvillier makes it the Canucks 10, the Sharks nothing. Beauvillier second of the game, second of the season, assisted by Connor Garland. 10 to nothing, Vancouver, with eight minutes and two seconds to play in the third. At 14.32 of the period, Quinn Hughes ended up getting an interference call, and that would give the Sharks enough power play space to break the shutout, and a man who really worked hard all night showed a lot of emotion when the team got down by such a wide margin. Fabian Zetterland ended up getting a well-earned goal. Inside the corner, Sharks trying to poke at it. Beauvillier in front, Cunnan takes it, goes to Zetterland, shoots, score! Fabian Zetterland breaks the shutout string. No celebration whatsoever as it makes the score. The Canucks 10, the Sharks 1. San Jose scores their first goal with 3.48 remaining in the third, and it's Fabian Zetterlund. Third goal of the season for Fabian. His uh, play in front of a net beats goaltender Thatcher Demko. Luke Cunnan and Kevin LeBanc got the assists, and that made the final score 10-1 to in favor of the Vancouver Canucks. Shots on goal in the third period, 17-8 to in favor of San Jose. Totals for the game, the Sharks had 30 shots, and the Vancouver Canucks wound up with 33. As you can imagine, there are all kinds of marks that occurred in this game of note. And we are going to give you a couple of them. This is the largest single margin of defeat at home in the history of the San Jose Sharks, breaking the old record of eight goals, which has happened three times previously. Most recently, an 8 to nothing loss at home against Nashville here at the Tank in March of 2022, just a season ago. How, actually, two seasons ago. But 
the widest margin of defeat in history happened in February of 1993 in Calgary. A 12-goal margin of defeat in a 13-to-1 loss that is the stuff of legend in the history of San Jose Sharks hockey. This one is right there up with it. A 10-goal margin of defeat at one point winds up nine goals uh, with one goal scored by Zetterland. The Canucks win by a 10-to-1 count. Also, it's only the second time in many years that a defenseman has scored five points against the Sharks. Quinn Hughes with a goal and four assists. Marek Shidlitsky did it in 2004, a five-assist performance for the Nashville Predators, but it's been that long since a player has had that many points as a defenseman against San Jose Sharks hockey. There are many other lowlights of this game that will certainly be remembered, and a lot of highlights from the Vancouver Canucks perspective as well, as the Canucks now have the leading scorer in the league among defensemen after that five-point night by Quinn Hughes. He has 16 points, and his brother Jack Hughes leads the NHL in scoring in total points for the New Jersey Devils. First time in NHL history that a brother pair has led the NHL in both of those two categories at this stage of the season. The Canucks have scored at least 10 goals in a game for the eighth time in franchise history and the first since March the 1st, 1992. 21 years ago. It's been that long since the Canucks have had this many goals in a game. And they're the second team to have a double-digit goal total in the game this calendar year following Dallas, who did it last season on March the 9th. Many other records fell tonight from a Vancouver Canucks perspective. And certainly lots of heads shaking and lots of soul-searching by the Sharks. The final score, 10-1 to in favor of Vancouver. That's it for our Sharks instant replay. This has been a presentation of the San Jose Sharks Audio Network.